0: Righteousness is my only home of righteousness
1: and hi there everyone
0: my welcome right- back to the voice of my beloved podcast Braden and tally Waller we have taken a little bit of a break over the past couple weeks um, we were up in we had we had just loads of fun. Two weeks of fun. We went up for a wedding. Two exhausting weeks. fun. Exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't exhausted until we got back, though. That's true. Yeah. It it's been exhausting recovering from all of our fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the fun was totally fun. Went to a, yeah, great friends' uh, wedding, and then went to this Proclaim Music Festival. That was that. Uh, it, it it was. Much it was even better than I expected, which I was excited about. It super but, sweet
1: time, a lot of really sweet, really sweet believers got to fellowship with them. Yeah, meet new friends, see old friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got to see a good old friend, Heather Myers, their family. Uh, that was that was super. That was a big highlight of the trip. That was really sweet, and um, yeah, and then we came on back to a massively weedy garden and a sick cow and (laughs) a bunch of little birdies.
1: I I wanted to post up that Bible verse. that talks about, (laughs) I went by the field of the lazy men. field was full of weeds. Yeah. You really got to (laughs) keep
0: brain in your prayers because he never has a weed in his garden. He (laughs) sees weeds as like the enemy and it's not his fault. It's a long story, but he got a product that did not work. So it's not his fault. Yeah.
1: This, 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 weed mulch that I bought it was supposed to be biodegradable (laughs) well it biodegraded too quickly (laughs) it it was
0: supposed to be a season but it was like a week and it was gone
1: so the weeds took full advantage of that
0: Missouri gotta love Missouri it 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 decomposes things quickly here yeah the humidity and heat but anyways it's raining now and it's nice and we're getting on top of things feeling able to conquer the world right (laughs) that's <laughs> good <laughs> all that comes at us so um yeah we have uh july off here we've got nothing scheduled for the first time in a long time and we're gonna be praying about what god has for us next season uh the only other things on our calendar right now are above Ruby's nancy and colin um coming in august and our sukkot celebration so um. yeah, we're just going to wait and see. Uh, ministry life is always so fun. It's just always shifting and changing and just got to see what, what God's leading us to do next. So yeah, if you all want to pray for us that over this next month that we'll be able to.
1: Much appreciated. Just,
0: yes. Yeah. Hear what God's got out there for us. So.
1: So here we are in chapter eight, verse three. His left hand is under my head and his right hand embraces me. And so this is the second time this verse has shown up in the song and Mm -hmm. the left hand, as we mentioned before, is that unseen work of God in our lives. You know, it's behind the head, right? And so you can't really see it. God's working. There's angels that are helping us. We don't see Mm them. And yeah, his left hand is under my head. The bride just makes this declaration. He's working in my life. He's doing things that I don't even see. Mm -hmm. He's for me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm also thinking of, you know, you got left hand, right hand. I'm thinking the left hand of God is, like, this kind of mysterious underworking, like, you know, just behind the scenes. Esther. Esther, the book of Esther, right? It's like the name of God is, like, never mentioned, but he's totally behind it all. Right. Right? It's that kind of, like, he is weaving your whole life, all these circumstances together for his glory. Right. And that's the, like, I don't know, that's the way I see it. Because, you know, think you think of the right hand, and the right hand is, like,
1: the right hand of the lord has been revealed yeah yeah (laughs) it's It's like
0: yeah it's like you can see it it's like the parting of the red sea or the you know war you know i don't know moving nations and armies and stuff like that anyways that's what i think yeah so left hand is under his under
1: yeah her head and then his right hand embraces me. And so yeah. this is just the embrace of God. Yeah. And earlier chapter seven, he just talked about how he's going to lay hold of the, of the date tree, the date palm. Right. right, right. And so here, you know, he, she's saying, yes, he's, he's embraced me.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Which is a really neat thing too. Cause it, you know, as you think of the right hand, you think powerful, big overcomer, you know, but like, I don't know it's like it's such a sweet thing i don't know i just god is just such an awesome god that he uses that right hand and embraces her mm. like that's what he wants to do with the right hand yeah. he wants to embrace her yeah it's such an awesome awesome thing you know i i don't think that there's verses like this in the quran you know like <laughs> right. you know like his right hand like it's like it's not like you know, I, I mean, it does, you know, it does, it is powerful and mighty and victorious, but like it embraces me like that. Yeah. That's the heart of God.
1: Yeah. That's powerful. Then uh, verse four, I charge you. O daughters of Jerusalem. Do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. So interestingly, this is the third time that this verse shows up in the song. And I don't know if there's any other (laughs) verse that is actually three times. There's several that are twice, but Uh this may be one of the only ones that is actually three times. Yeah. And so, yeah, anytime in the word of God, you see something repeated, it seems like there's just, they don't have exclamation points in Hebrew, but it seems like that's kind of the way they do exclamation points. Just repeat it.
0: Right, right.
1: So at least in biblical Hebrew, they don't have exclamation points. Mm -hmm. So here we see this charge. It's a charge to the daughters of Jerusalem, not to stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. Mm -hmm. And you know, Tally and I, we've talked about this um there seems to be this sensitive spot uh, this this kind of vulnerable spot as a woman that you just mm-hmm. you know when your love's awakened you just want well, to give it all you yeah know? yeah it's part
0: of our gifting i feel like yeah. we're like we love to lavish our love on someone it's like what we we're created to do it's like we just love that whole thing. And so that whole refraining from that is very challenging for us. You know, I was, I was, you know, even thinking about my, my children, my baby right now, I've got a 10 month old and he's just, he's the cutest thing in the whole world. And I couldn't love him anymore. Like he's just, it's overwhelming how much you can just love someone and just, all you want to do is just hug him and kiss him and hold him and, you know, take care of them and, um, and yeah, I think that, that that's kind of what this is getting at is like talking to that natural desire and saying, okay, daughters of Jerusalem, don't stir up or awaken love until it's pleases. Cause you don't want to lavish your love on the wrong thing. Right. Right. Cause there's like a right place for it and a right time. And so you want to lavish your love on the right thing, the thing that, that, um, and, and at the right time. So yeah, right. it's a, it's a good, it's a good reminder. It's a good charge.
1: Yeah. And something interesting about this time compared to the other two times is that it's missing the gazelles and does of the field part. Mm-hmm. The other two times yeah. it says, I charge you daughters of Jerusalem by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases mm-hmm. this time that's missing. So, it seems to indicate that the bride has reached maturity. You know, the, as we mentioned before, the gazelles and the does spoke of a flightiness, you know, it's like, don't, don't startle her. You know, she's, she's in a a kind of a vulnerable spot right now. Oh, daughters of Jerusalem. She, she might be easily just kind of, um, gotten off course right now. So don't Mm -hmm. startle her. She's, she's in a, in a place of just waiting and waiting to receive my love in a sense. Could it
0: even be the daughters of Jerusalem have reached him? a greater maturity too? It could be, as yeah. He's giving this charge. You know, yeah, that yeah, that's the question. They've been it, watching this whole story right. unfold. So it's almost like maybe they've gotten to less flight, like not quite as right. flighty. They're right. more like grounded. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the question here, you know, as we've just looked at different verses in the song, it's like, okay, who is it talking about? You know? mm-hmm. And so is it talking about the bride? Is he giving this charge in reference to, hey, don't startle the bride mm-hmm. before? Or was it actually the daughters of Jerusalem he's talking yeah. about? So it's, it's it's kind of one of those. Could go either way. Yeah. Which way is it? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, there is a place, I think, of, of being aware just for a personal application. of realizing that God has people in a certain season Mm -hmm. in life and not everybody is in the same season. And sometimes, you know, by our, maybe our zeal or, you know, our, our misplaced zeal, um, I'm all about being zealous, but there can be sometimes a misplaced zeal where we don't realize how fragile someone is in a certain Mm -hmm. season. And we need to just be aware that they're kind of like this bride, you yeah. know, where she can be startled and, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you know, I, where, yeah. am I, where am I at? Where am I going?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, it's calling us, you know, as believers to a place of maybe even like sensitivity, like yeah. understanding how our actions are either scaring people away or they're drawing them into the plan that God has for them kind of a thing. It's like allowing... Mm-hmm god to kind of tell the story and right. and mature mature the bride or you know those on this journey here um and allowing his him to be the main one doing that and not you know because our i think our our tendency is to not be sensitive is to be well we can only see so much of of life you well it's, it's, like, it's
1: easy to superimpose where we're at in our journey exactly. with god on someone else Right. And I think that's the, that's the caution. And now, like I said, in the Western church, our great lack is zeal. So I I never want to dump water on zeal. Right. But I think it's just a caution here to say, all right, realize this person has maybe been through things that you don't aren't aware of been through difficulties that you, and so just deal with them gently. You know, I I love Mm -hmm. the verse that God, David even Mm -hmm. says about God, your gentleness has made me great, mm-hmm. and so just this this approach of you know yes being strong in spirit, being fervent and serving the Lord, but then there's also the gentleness, mm-hmm. gentleness side that we have to uh, apply in our relationships. Yeah,
0: yeah. I also think there's a trust in that, in understanding that God is going to awaken love. Right. There is going to be a bride, mm-hmm. and you know, and there is going to be like. Like it's gonna happen, right, you know, and not I think I don't know, like i I think even in our um in our humaness, it's kind of like you can get frustrated almost and do things out of frustration without even realizing it, you right. know like frustration with the bio, with the body of Messiah, you know mm. frustration with immaturity, um but just like like we've got we've got a bunch of flighty animals here, we don't have to eat pet deer or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> our animals, it's like sometimes you're sitting there like. I really need to get this halter on you. <laughs> and if you make any kind of a move or if you even, you know, seem stressed out about it at all, they're not going to get anywhere near you. Now those are our animals, you know, they're immature, animals, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> not well-trained, but, yeah. uh, but just how much, you know, that can affect, um, you know, and just, I don't know. It's just a sensitivity, I think, that God's calling us to. Yeah.
1: But I think trust it, to wrap up this this idea here is that, you know, this final time that it's mentioned, it's it's lacking that element of the yeah. dose. It's like the bride now is rooted and grounded in love. Yeah. She is confident in the love of God. Mm-hmm. And I think of the Romans passage, you know, height nor depth, you know, pressures, persecutions, none of, nothing, none of this right. can separate me from the love of God. She's mm-hmm. so confident.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So going on to verse five, who is this coming up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? And so here again, another verse that is repeated. We just have a string of verses that have been repeated, but now this time, this is in reference to the bride as in the first time in chapter three, when it says, ask this question, who is this coming up from the wilderness? it's actually speaking of the bridegroom and yeah, it's a prophetic picture of him coming up from the wilderness of the world, victorious Mm -hmm. and come, you know, on the palanquin, and you know, just he's, he's, uh, he's coming up as a victorious warrior, Mm -hmm. but now it's, who is this coming up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved, speaking of the bride Mm -hmm. that she is leaning on the one who has already gone through the wilderness, right? Mm -hmm. The, the Messiah, he went through the the literal wilderness, right? 40 days out in the wilderness, fasting Mm -hmm. and praying and and now she's leaning on him she's resting in his finished work
0: yeah i love this is the verse i i really love this verse mrs yeah. white verse <laughs> i had um i was going through some health uh, struggles a couple years ago and there's a song um a song about this uh, talking about the beloved is, is that she's leaning the bride's leaning on her beloved and that's the end of the story and um and i think that that whole picture is just such a beautiful picture of, you know, at the end of the day, we've got a victorious bridegroom and, you know, all we have to do is keep keep close to him and we'll be you know that that's the place of of victory. And so um, you know, I, I just love that that whole picture. Not that it's a place of laziness or like you know uh but it's a place of contending For the hope that you will be out of the wilderness leaning on your beloved like you're still going to be together like that and um and it's something you got to really contend for and fight for it's a warrior bride right call it's not a lazy you know um but it's that that whole um balance of resting in the work of messiah Mm. but also contending for holding fast to it holding fast to to all that he's spoken over us and the victory that that he has that we that we can walk in
1: yeah well i'm thinking of even ephesians it says having done all stand you know you're leaning Mm -hmm. we're leaning on the messiah it's not that we're just totally limp you know we're we're not just like totally just like falling out and it's not like he's i mean of course he does carry us at times but this whole picture is kind of what you're talking about we are, you know, we're coming out from the wilderness. We are still walking out, you know, our faith, but we're leaning on him. We're receiving strength from him. And so just getting a visual of that, of it's, you know, we're not doing it on our own. No, mm-hmm. but we're still walking. We're, we are walking, we're leaning upon him. right? And uh, that's so, so key. I think the temptation oftentimes in the wilderness is just to give up. Just to quit it's like you, we lose sight of the promised land right mm-hmm. we lose sight of the glory that is to come yeah and in that place it's so easy to get disillusioned to get yeah. hopeless right uh-huh. and but here the bride she's leaning upon the beloved the one who has already accomplished the victory he, mm-hmm. he basically in him is yeah. the hope of future victory
0: yeah it's having the like the picture ahead of you like this is what i'm going towards Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's what american culture preys on people that um they're not even you know it's like they've kind of lost vision and so you know what happens is you know you spend hours and hours on your phone and watching videos and you know it's like that's where american culture just just preys on that person who's just not on the journey you know not even looking at this is me leaning on my beloved. Like that's what I am living for right now. That is what that is the goal of my life. That is the reason that I was born is to be leaning on my beloved. I am gonna be coming out of this wilderness, right? You know,
1: so. yeah, yeah. There is so much, so much in this of just yeah, trusting in Him for the victory. I I want to read this verse here in Philippians three fourteen. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Messiah Yeshua. Mm -hmm. And so here she's coming up and this is so significant for us. You know, you're listening out there as a believer, I just exhort you to choose the upward call. Mm -hmm. There's a call of this world. There's a, there's a Laodicean uh, spirit out there that just wants to settle for either just plateauing or going down actually, you know, Mm -hmm. of just going, into depravity even and, and people using all sorts of excuses for that. But Mm -hmm. the call, the bride, the bride is going up. The bride is, is answering this upward call of God in Messiah Yeshua. And I just want to add as well over the years, I've really enjoyed studying the Psalms of Ascent and this, the Psalms, they begin in this place. is very far away from Mm -hmm. God in his presence in Psalm 120 but then it goes in this whole journey. It's in, the, in each Psalm. It begins it by saying a song about going up, basically a right. Psalm of ascending, mm-hmm. right? And so this upward call and the end goal. And what you're talking about tally is that end goal of, you know, I'm going to be with him. I'm right. going to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and so Psalm 134, behold, bless the Lord all you servants of the lord who stand by night in the house of the lord it's mm-hmm. the first psalm of the 15 that actually ends up in the very house of god mm-hmm. and so just to encourage you exhort you out there listening stay on the track don't give up don't mm-hmm. quit in the wilderness you yeah. have a glorious future you have a glorious reward uh just keep on leaning
0: mm-hmm.
1: your your hope of victory your hope of arriving into the very courts of god is found in leaning upon the one who has gain the victory for you. And so be found in him, John 15, abide in the vine. And that's where you're going to bear fruit. That's where you're going to be sustained. You know, there's that life giving sap that's coming through the vine. You're just a branch and that sap, that life, that abundant life in Messiah can just flow into you Mm -hmm. and will invigorate you and give you strength to finish the
0: race. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, going up uh, is also in connection to the resurrection, right? We're going to come up from the grave, right? To meet the Lord in the air. And so who is this coming up from the wilderness? It's uh, it's also the resurrected people of God. So it's also interesting. Uh, we've already touched on this, but uh, just the whole thing of Yeshua, he overcame and uh, you know, mentioning back in chapter three where he's coming out from the wilderness as an overcomer. And so I just want to touch on a few verses about overcoming. This is uh, revelation 15:2. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire and those who have the victory over the beast, over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God and the song of the lamb. And so this is depicting this in time group of believers that have overcome, they have victory over the beast and they're singing the song of Moses and the song of the lamb. Mm-hmm. So critical, you know, the song that we sing this, the kind of the anthem of our days, right. Is, is going to strengthen us to overcome, uh, to sing, I encourage you to sing the song of Moses and the song of the lamb. Mm-hmm. Second Corinthians twelve nine And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So mm-hmm. this is that's good. Paul, okay. you know, he's, he's yeah. putting kind of meat in the bones of what it means to lean, mm-hmm. right? He mm-hmm. said, you know, the Lord spoke to me and said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. So when we feel weak, That's when we lean, you know, we, we, we want to be found leaning all the time, but particularly when we're weak, right? We just feel like, Oh, how do I keep going? How do I keep putting one foot in front of the next? And it's the the strength to do that is found in leaning, leaning upon the lamb. Mm -hmm. And particularly, you know, it's, it's important to remind ourselves of this when we're experiencing great blessing, Mm -hmm. because kind of the repeated pattern through history is, is that, you know, God's people seek him. He pours out his blessing. They stop leaning. <laughs> right. you know, And so
0: you have to be in the wilderness to be leaning, right?
1: In some ways. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come naturally outside <laughs> yeah. of the wilderness to lean, yeah. but I think there are things that but we, we should. we should embrace. We should embrace a lifestyle of leaning. And that means giving ourselves to prayer, giving mm-hmm. ourselves to times of fasting. Uh, these things, they are, they're acts of the will. You might say that that put us in that place of leaning. You know, I I remember going to prayer meetings as a young man and the guys, one of the prayer leaders, he said, Hey, we're not getting up early to pray because we're strong. We're doing this because we're weak. Mm -hmm. We realize how weak we are. I mean, ultimately it comes down to, we're living in a facade. If we think that we're so strong, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we we need to embrace a lifestyle. Just encourage you to embrace a lifestyle of realizing how truly weak you are Mm -hmm. and leaning, choosing to lean on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. choosing to lean on Yeshua, even in the midst of blessing and prosperity. Mm -hmm. And so it's so, so important. Otherwise we end up in a compromised and backslidden place. So we lean on him for salvation. Of course, you know he's, he is Yeshua, he is salvation. We lean on him for that. We lean on him for victory over temptation. He gives grace to the humble. That place of leaning is a place of humility. Mm-hmm. We lean on him to give us the strength to overcome sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lean on him for direction. Uh, she's not leaning on her own understanding, right? We have that verse in Proverbs, don't lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm but acknowledge him in all of your ways. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's so important not to lean on ourselves, not on our own strength, but to lean on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then we lean on him for provision. He's the one who's providing for us Mm -hmm. every day. Going on, it says, I awakened you under the apple tree. There your mother brought you forth. There she who bore you brought you forth. And so going back to this passage, this is such a beautiful revelation of the heart of God, Mm -hmm. of how he works in our lives, and really awakens our love as he reveals his love for us. Mm -hmm. And so that place under the apple tree, we can go back in chapter two, verse three, it says, like an apple tree among the trees of the woods. So is my beloved among the sons, I sat down in his shade with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste. So here early in the bride story, she just sits down. Mm-hmm. Right. She's, she's not striving. She's not, you know, trying to prove herself. She just sits down in the shade of her beloved. And there's such a delight there. She's eating the fruit, you know, the fruit there, speaking of the fruit that he has provided for her, the, the finished work that he has provided. And she just sits down and delights herself in that place of provision. Mm-hmm. And now at this point in chapter eight, he says, that's where I awakened you. I awakened you under the apple tree when you just received of my goodness, of my provision for you, mm-hmm. and that is such a key to spiritual sustenance, to mm-hmm. spiritual longevity. I feel like because if if it's based on our own, you know, our own efforts, our own, we'll burn out. Right, right? but God, He's reminding her right here. I awakened you under the apple tree. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the apple tree. You know, you're in this place of stability. You're in this place of being rooted and grounded in love. And you, and you're, you know, you've gone through trials and you're strengthened, but don't forget that place where I awakened you. And I feel like it's a reminder to the bride to go back to that place, Mm -hmm. to remember, to just be thankful for the grace of God. Yeah. Thankful for that place of provision.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of interesting too, how it's bringing up there, your mother brought you forth. Cause like, it's like the first mention is like. Oh, I sat down in a shade with great delight. It was like, this is such a, like, I'm thinking of, like, this little baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, just like, oh, all the treats are here, and I'm just sitting under the apple tree. And then here, it's saying, I awakened you. Like, almost like saying, there was a birthing that took place like you didn't really understand it back then you were just kind of delighting in the whole apple tree thing but like there was a labor delivery you know like Uh a trial that even brought you forth that even brought Mm -hmm. you into the kingdom and i think it's like she's at the point of maturity to to realize that to even hear that like like oh wow like this whole journey like you know what I mean? like that I was birthed into this whole journey here, that none of it was happenstance, none of it was just, you know, just happened um, and and just that there was a purpose in it. And, and I don't know to me, I kind of see like this whole like struggle, like this whole you know, warfare kind of a thing of yeah. even the bride being born, you know right. that um, it's not something that was happenstance. This is like, you know, a mother, it's, it's hard to birth a child, (laughs) you know, like there was a trial that even brought you forth. And, um, and now you, you know, you can see that, that, you know, that from the beginning of the journey.
1: Yeah. 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 As we mentioned before, the mother referring to the body of Messiah, Yeah, like that we should be so grateful. And I just really want to encourage you all listening to be grateful for those who have gone before Mm -hmm. the mother that brought you forth. Now, of course there's things that we don't totally embrace, from right. you know, the from of some of some of the yeah. heritage that we may have received, some things that were not correct, mm-hmm. but there still needs to be a appreciation mm-hmm. for our mothers and fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and of course, going all the way back to Abraham, right? You right. right. Uh, and then, but then even more recently, those that have kept the faith alive uh, to to really be thankful for the for the heritage that we've received that we've been birthed into a family
0: yeah yeah and just seeing like how like all of this happened under this umbrella of the apple tree like this is all in yeshua's hands you know like he saw it happen like it's all under this i don't know yeah yeah
1: so i think we'll wrap it up right there and uh yeah may god bless you all out there just to remember the apple tree (laughs) remember that place of just receiving from god his provision and then he'll bring you forth and you'll be able to lean on him the whole journey you'll come up from the wilderness if you're going through a wilderness right now just trust God he's gonna he's gonna bring you through it lean on him for your sustenance he'll bring you through
0: amen this is Braden and tally reminding you to listen to the voice of your beloved bridegroom he's coming quickly you and I-